All right, end of the week. And Beijing is now, if you want to, you have a choice. Do you want to sweat or breathe the air? <laughs> That's summer in Beijing. And yes, I'm being nice with those words. Because if you've ever been to Beijing, you've lived in Beijing, or are living in Beijing, you know what type of air it is. Friday, May 20th. 2022. I'm Stephen Sirski. Hope you guys are doing well. This here is my daily audio digest published Monday to Friday. Archives up on my website, stephensirski.com. This is a little bit about the expat life and the things going on that I do, uh, both of my travels, my day-to-day -day life, and here uh, living abroad uh, in uh, in China. Yeah, summer is uh, here. It's It's nice weather, don't get me wrong. Uh, it's a lot easier to get up in the morning to go for a run, <clears throat> but already clearing my throat, and that's because uh, the smog factor is a little higher these days. Uh, it was nice yesterday, and then this today it's been uh, smoggy all day. I don't know if that's going to last throughout the uh, the weekend, but uh, hopefully not. Um, I did notice that it was actually really warm this morning. Like it's now like t-shirt and shorts type weather in the morning. And I'm talking like at 6.30, 6.40 when I went out for my first run. Uh, I wore my, my long pants and my uh, long sleeve shirt thinking, oh, it's going to be cool. You know, it's the morning. No, it was. It was warm. It was proper warm at that time already. So uh, I guess maybe it's time to put those clothes off to the side for a little bit. But you can never really fully put them away <clears throat> because if, they, if it's ever rainy or uh, windy, uh, it's nice to have long sleeves, like long coverings and stuff like that. So... Yeah, but uh, that's what it is. Oh, um, if it uh, if you haven't done this yet, folks, uh, before you listen to the rest of this podcast, if you are in Beijing and if you have a significant other and you haven't sent them the Uarni message and the five point two zero or the fifty two point zero or the five hundred twenty kwai then you should get on that right now because there's still time. There's still time in Beijing, still time in China. You can get to it. Uh, if you are overseas and your lover or significant other is in China or they are overseas, you have a bit more time. You're lucky, but uh, get to it. For those of you who are not familiar with this uh, little day, 520, U, number 5, R, Number two, and knee is a, uh, I guess, the homophone of Ling, which is zero in Chinese. So five, two, zero, U, R, Ni means I love you in Chinese. Isn't that sweet? It's so cute. Some people are saying this is the uh, Valentine's Day of China, but I thought that was March 11th. Or there was another day that they said it was a Valentine's Day, <clears throat> like the Chinese Valentine's Day. I don't know. They have a few of these days. They do have a lot of these um, little days, These fe not, not a festival, it's a um, sort of a fun day where they focus on the positive, fo focus on the love, the couples, and things like that. So um, it's not a big one. By no means is it as marketed as um, February 14th is. But already in this morning, even the uh, 
hazmat ladies, the hazmat, no, I can't just say the ladies, hazmat folks uh, who do all the NAT testing, they were posting pictures of um, the the vials that they use to test, and it was all arranged in 520. So with roses, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to get roses uh, and, and, you know, give your significant other a little love message. So if you haven't done that, get on it. If you don't, you might not have a lover for a while. Now, you could also be cynical a little bit about this and think, uh, is this like, uh, you know, the lovey-dovey stuff? Or is this preparation for the summer shopping season? Liu Yi Ba. Is it Liu Yi Jiu? 618? Yeah, it's 618. Yeah, June 18th is the another big shopping day put on by Jingdong, which is basically a, a response to Taobao's double 11 shopping festival in november i don't know who's going to be buying anything because people have been locked down and not working they have no money uh credits used up isn't it i don't know i mean how how much can you borrow on your house to buy stuff that uh, uh you may or may not need right uh so yeah that uh, this is summer uh, summer shopping season summer shopping season uh and then after 618 i think that's pretty much it until november for uh shopping it was a busy day uh it was go 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 and stand 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 uh because my my brilliance has it that i'm using a standing desk which i have found at work uh i'm actually a lot more awake like i don't get as drowsy but at the same time like my my legs are tired right now they are uh, I had to keep on standing because I was like, if I sit down, at the, like, especially at, even at the end of the day, I was like, if I sit down, I might fall asleep and like, <laughs> I might, or I might not be able to get up. Uh, I did get up and do my run this morning. I did uh, some ju- uh, skipping uh, and then I also added in a steel club workout this morning. And so that was my workouts, my morning workouts was huge today, two hours or something like that from like 6.30 until about eight o'clock or so. Um, and then in the afternoon after work, I managed to go for another run, uh, another two mile run. And then I threw in another 30 minutes of kettlebells, um, which included, so I did a, a kettlebell flow outside, kettlebell set outside, like doing some squats and lunges and uh, flings and things and whatever, ings. And then I crawled up the stairs with them doing so I, I did a flight of stairs, and then I did 10 kettlebell swings, and then I walked up another flight of stairs, and I did that for however many flights of stairs it was. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was quite a bit. <laughs> don't know what was so motivating today that I was able to get that done. Uh, I did sleep well. That I found that uh, that helps quite a bit, and I didn't drink last night. Like, I didn't have any alcohol. Uh, and I've noticed that if I don't drink and I get that solid six hours of sleep, fantastic god energy and those two-day workouts are that much easier uh to get done and get in uh we'll see if i uh get up and do another run tomorrow might be a little bit more of a rest day but uh yeah it's 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 good i, I mean i'm not minding it uh, i've noticed that with the two days i do f- spend a lot of time working out all the time uh, which sounds bizarre, and there's, I guess the one thing is, my one complaint about it is that I'm not getting the same amount of language studies done as I did before in the morning, but 
in terms of actual time spent, uh, like the run, as far as I can sort of see, uh, isn't really anything new. So what I mean about that is that um, before, when I was uh, riding a bike to work, it would take about 20, 25 minutes to get to work, and then you'd have to change and um, you know do the whole transition from um, cycling into or transportation into actual work mode sort of thing. Whereas here, it's like uh, I go for a 20-minute run, 25 minutes. It took me 28 minutes this morning. I was really slow. My ankles have sort of been uh, bothering me lately. But even when it's a slow day like that, and then I do a workout. So the one thing I'm, I'm adding, basically, is just a workout. The running just replaces the cycling. And I, I, I guess cycling four miles is not the same as running two miles and vice versa. I mean, running is a little bit more harder on the body, I think. Um, and I'm feeling it, I can tell you. Uh, but uh, sometimes it's nice just to, uh, you know, go for a run, even a jog. Like, I, if it doesn't, I don't have any number in mind. I want it done earlier than 30 minutes, I'll tell you. I'd like to get it done in 25 minutes or less, which is, what, 12 and a half minutes a mile. Um, and a mile is about, what, 1,600 meters? So something like that, where... Like, I don't need it, I don't want it to be dragging on and on and on, uh, but at the same time, you know, I'm not going to push myself if I don't have to, at least in, in the sense, like, you know, if, I, if I'm a little bit stiff, that's okay. Uh, so that, I mean, even after work, I'm sitting there going, well, do I go for a run? I'm like, well, wait a minute, if you were at the office, you'd still have to get home. That's 20, 25 minutes, plus changing clothes, plus, you know, uh, changing uh, then coming back and if you were to do another workout then it'd be like that sort of home transition point I'm not losing much time here if anything I've just replaced the commute with uh, like workout time that's it so uh, I mean could, could I be doing something else uh, you could make the argument I could be studying my my languages like um, Chinese or Russian but uh, I've been pretty happy with the the two days. It's been pretty good. I have, uh, I guess, I've, I don't know if I've dropped so much weight. I, I think I'm, I dropped another kilo, uh, and I am looking thinner. So that's uh, that's uh, that's a good thing. And I, I was thinking, how sustainable is this? The two days with the steel club in the morning, kettlebells in the afternoon. Is this something I can see myself doing for the next sixty, seventy, hundred years? I don't know. Hopefully technology changes to make it easier. How do you make physical exercise easier? <laughs> Good question. I was also busy with a few, another idea. Oh, I had another idea today. Actually, this idea has been kicking around for a while. I've mentioned it, and this weekend I'm going to be working on my language vlog. Uh, so I, with that one, I typically end up making the uh, the notes on Saturday morning. And I don't record it and uh, record it until a bit later, uh, just because I, you know, I give myself some time to sort of think things through. Uh, but then I got thinking today, and I was talking with a, another uh, friend here in in Beijing, and he was talking about doing a podcast. And everyone's talking about doing podcasts these days. And you know, some a lot of people won't. Uh, I, I can tell you, starting a podcast can be daunting. Continuing a podcast can be aggravating. But when you have done a year's worth, you look back and go, shit, I did that. 
Wow, crazy. And as I've mentioned before, with when you publish, it changes you. It changes your perception of what it is. Whatever you thought it was going to be, it changes. And so, and by that I mean like, so with the podcast, when I started my big podcast years ago, to, uh, back in 20, 2020, you know, I had the idea of just uh, making my website more audio friendly. That's it. So people could listen to my blogs on the go, which is what a podcast is. But then it changed. I was like, well, talking to myself is kind of boring, <laughs> especially for an hour. <laughs> um, let's talk to other people who might actually have something to say. And that's that's where the idea for the guests came from. And then uh, the, the small podcast was sort of like more of like, well, I still have these, you know, little thoughts and I'd love to put them down to a blog. But then when I sit down to write, I get I get um, fruity. I get fluffy with my words. I want it to be particular. I want it to be specific. It's got to be, you know, publishable. It's got to stand the test of time. It's got to be that papyrus roll that they find in that volcanic uh, ash cave or something that will give the next generation something to read. Like that's, it's the epic-itis. It, it plagues a lot of people who try to publish. A lot of creatives, a lot of people, not just creatives, a lot of people in general, they want it to be the best thing ever. Not realizing that, you know, you can just start and then see where it goes from there. And that's where that whole saying sort of rings so true. This audio digest just started. Started with being a minute long. And now it's, I know some people might, might say too long, but it's topping 20 minutes most days. If not more, I do try to keep it under 20 minutes. I noticed there was a bit of a drop-off when I went longer than uh, 20 minutes. So I'm like, I'll save people the time. I, how much do you want to listen to my sexy, scintillating voice? I know, I know, I get you. But, so the idea. What was it, Stephen? Stephen, what was the idea? you got to tell me. The idea was to create a Chinese podcast, or at least some sort of language podcast that would utilize my uh, language skills uh, but not just with me, but with some other educators, some other people. So like a, like a team, if you will. And I realize this now that uh, like I thought the language vlog was going to be the answer to that. Like sort of satiate that, that desire. But then I, w- I was talking to a couple people today. And again, it was like, no, I think there's still an idea out there. Uh, to create another sort of more educational, more directly educational podcast, something that people could use to learn either English or Chinese and put those things into practice. Whereas my vlog uh, seems to be a little bit more academic in nature. And uh, to tell you the truth, I think it's a little too much talking head. I <laughs> That sounds funny. Too, too much talking head TV sort of thing. Uh, so I'll look into how I can sort of change that. But with a language podcast, uh, there's some ideas and there are some people that I have in mind uh, that I know who, who've thrown around the idea of starting their own podcasts before. Uh, so, But I was talking to uh, one guy today and he was interested. Um, now, whether or not we can make it work uh, in such a way that you can get three people sort of scheduling their, their lives over something that might not make money anytime soon. And this was also going through my mind was the monetization. How many projects can you start or do that don't make money, or even if they do make money? No, but if they, especially if they don't make money, before you break, before you're like, 
you know what? This isn't worth it. I, this audio digest, it's worth it because these are like mini blog posts for me, right? The big podcast is worth it because I get to talk to people, get the stories, and, you know, in five years, ten years, I'm going to look back at those stories, listen back to those stories when my eyes start going in old age, you know, it's going to be, ah, yes, I remember. What's he doing these days? What what are they doing? Where are them? Where are those people these days, right? It's a, it's a, it's a mark of history, mark of time. We're, but how many of these, how much do you suffer through <laughs> before you kind of, uh, you kind of go, okay, that's enough. My big thing with the language uh, podcast, and the reason why this is different from the language vlog, the language vlog is me as a student, as an educator, in English, speaking about other languages, and if I were to go into a different language, different, uh, like if I spoke Russian or Ukrainian or Latin or Chinese, like it would be a demonstration of those languages, very short bits. It wouldn't be the entire podcast. Now, the idea here was to create a podcast in Chinese. And I'm sure if any of you have heard my Chinese, you'd be going, please don't. <laughs> so the We have enough sour notes in the world. Um, you know, if we really want to listen to Chinese, we could you know, just ask a child to play violin who hasn't been trained properly. I mean, it's similar screechiness, to tell you the truth. Now, how do you get around that? And this is, I guess this is one of my big issues, that I'm running up against my own advice here, because someone on the Twitter was asking, like, well, what advice would you give to someone who needed encouragement or want to continue improving their language studies? And one of them would be, I mentioned this to uh, English students, I'm like, create a podcast, which is very easy to say, but then you realize, because I'm realizing this with my Chinese and my Russian, but more with the Chinese, you're afraid of your pronunciation. I hate how I sound. It sounds terrible. It doesn't sound natural. It doesn't sound native. So this is what has held me back. Uh, it's also held me back because uh, it's a difficult language. <laughs> and uh, how much time do I have as well? I know I, you can make the time. And that's why I'm kind of looking for more of a team effort this time. We'll see. It's nothing set of, uh, just yet. But a team effort might be a little bit better. Uh, because then if um, it's just easier that if you have three people contributing. Yeah, you have three people butting heads uh, at times. But... You could all sort of agree, you know, we got to practice, we got to do this, we got to publish something, even if we don't go by script, go on script, off script, whatever script, if it's not clean edited or whatever, just do it, publish the thing, you know, it'll be better if we get it done, rather than if we don't ever do it, and so that's the idea, we'll see, I'll let you guys know, it's an idea, it's been banging around in the back of my head for a while, uh, I, too, have been afraid of trying this. I've not been brave enough to go through with it just yet. Mostly because I'm like, just a little bit more practice, a little bit more. What would I talk about? And I think today we hashed out some ideas about what we could actually uh, figure out, what, what we could actually do with that sort of uh, podcast. I'll keep you abreast of those uh, developments, uh, for sure. Uh, other news, very quickly. Some uh, universities here in Beijing have been shuttered, have been fungbilad, have been closed, because the virus is here again still. Oh, it is aggravating, and it's... Oh, 
I guess there was um, one kid who tested positive, and then it spread pretty quickly or something. Yeah, and they shut down like 11 universities. And to be fair, that sounds like a big number. Beijing has a lot of universities. And it's like it's not like Tsinghua University getting shut down, which is like your... Uh, has been likened to the Harvard of uh, China, or at least uh, like you're here. Um, it's not them. It's the smaller universities like in the southern part of the uh, the city. Um, southern Haidian? I can't remember. I don't know. I just saw the headline and I read a bit of the article. I'm like, ah, still? Other than that, last little bit here. May You Make Your Movie Continues. I finally posted a, a video of uh, some of the clips I was taking last week of some of the close-ups around town, around the compound. I like the shot of the ants. I think that's my favorite one. And if I had a tripod, have I not, had I not been as lazy and just got a tripod, I think I would have just filmed the ants do their thing. And I think I will. I think I might actually go back and do that, just watch ants for a day or at least a little while. I mean, it's kind of cool to see what they're doing. Amazing what you can do with the modern technology in the palm of your hand. I'm going to leave it there, folks. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes, tracks, and videos up on my website, stephenserski.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.